Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cerulean Roll. It's me, your DM, and also Eldorus Seawalk Draken. And I'm joined by my two lovely co-hosts. Hi, I'm Jamzy, and I play Nanette Silkenthorn. Hello, I'm Pro, and I play Adric and Mako. And let's get right into the recap. Last session, our heroes faced the trials of the Varman Pirate, entering into the deep, dark abyss beneath the island and facing things that, frankly, made them shudder. After enduring the harsh trials where each of them were put through their hardest tasks yet, they emerged successfully and with a new ship in a bottle. And... As Eldorus uncorked the ship, letting it to sea, everyone flooded to check out their new home. Well, Eldorus and Adric were taking in crates after crates, moving their belongings over. And where we last left off, we saw as Adric rolled a pair of bone dice and summoned a flock of chicken. And you guys see... As Eldorus is hammering wood together, building a makeshift pen for these chickens. What a great start. <laughs> Very good start. I don't know about you guys, but like, these chickens are awesome. Yeah, they're, they're pretty cool. Are you sure we're going to keep them? Yes. Okay. All right. You can you can name a few of them. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Um well, I'll name this one and he holds it, he picks it up. Mhm. Eldorus Jr. <laughs> Very And nice. you see as he's holding this chicken, it puffs into a cloud of smoke and disappears. Uh, what? What? No, Where's my no? son! Eldorus Jr. No! And you see, one by one, all of the chickens begin... No! Disappearing. They were so cute! You see, you see, like... No! Edric, Edric stands there for, like, a minute... And then you guys just see him dramatically flop to the floor on his knees. It's okay, Adric. It's okay. Roll the dice again. We'll get more. But they'll just disappear again. It's a, we'll, we'll keep them around for as long as we can. We need to enjoy the company. <laughs> oh, the chicken. Can I roll the dice again? Yeah, uh, roll 2d6. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so uh two and a four yeah um <laughs> oh no what's about to happen adric you puff what? into a cloud of smoke and you are suddenly half your size oh. you shrink to half your size oh what? my god no i'm the chicken <laughs> mini adric <laughs> So I guess they're random. Yeah, I, 
I suppose so. I mean, I wouldn't think that the dice were just made to I summon roll chickens. These dice whenever we decide to play hide and seek. You know how good I would be at hiding in the smallest spots? I, I mean, I don't think they would, like, shrink you all the time. That's a good point. But... There's no but, actually. Don't listen to me. <laughs> okay. Adric, can I... Can I pick you up? No. Aww. You see Jewel, like, stands next to Adric and, like, looks at him and she's like, Yeah. I like this. I could get used to this. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean, Jewel? You're the same height as me. Am I as fast as you? Um, that's up to you. Wait, let's let's, let's start a race. All right. And uh, what's your your movement speed, Adric? Thirty feet. It's the same for Jewel. So we'll roll acrobatic checks. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this is happening. You see, as Jewel crouches down, she's like, "Are you sure you want this?" <laughs> Danny, you want to see? You want to take a good look at what I rolled? What'd you roll? <laughs> That's awesome, dude. You're, you're, you're the winner. I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, why not? I mean, maybe, maybe, like, because I'm tiny, I'm faster, you know? Uh, we'll see about that. And you see as Adric, Jewel counts down on her fingers. She goes, three, two, one. And she begins to sprint off, and you start running and then trip on your feet and f tumble over oh. onto the deck. Oh no. Never mind. I'm not good at this. Maybe, maybe I'm not used to my size. She walks over and, like, pats you on the back. Being tiny is a problem, but you'll get used to it. And as she pats you on the back, you puff into smoke and revert to your original size. Or not. That. It was fun while it lasted, I guess. I would never let anyone pick me up. That's... That's not... That's that, that's embarrassing. I don't know. I kind of like it when it happens to me. Yeah. But I'm not a kid. I mean, you looked like one. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes all you need is a little pick-me-up. Literally. I don't. Okay. I do. Roll the dice. Okay, okay. <laughs> Eldorus, I'm not sure if I could pick you up, to be honest. You hand Eldorus the dice and he, he rolls them onto the floor. Let's see what he gets. Um, a three and a five. Uh, you see, as wait, what? A monster begins to emerge from a puff of smoke that apparates from this dice. Oh God damn it! You see, within the silhouette of the smoke, there is this. Like, 
large cube of rats. Is that... What? Are those rats? It's like a box of rats conjoined together. Oh. Oh, I don't like it. What is that? That's cruel. It's kind of funny, I'm not gonna lie. No! Why are they like that? You can't shame them for being themselves. What what kind of person are you, Nanette? Well, Nanette, why don't you just talk to them? I... Talk to... You'll know how they feel. To the rat? To the rat cube. What did you do to, like... To, like, uh... uh, I don't have the spell. (laughs) Oh. Oh, man. Well, Brad Can Cube, I do it for the funny? <laughs> yeah, you can do it for the funny. <laughs> Just burn okay. a spell slot. <laughs> um, okay. Here goes nothing, I guess. You crouch down and you build that bridge of Arcana over to the rats again. And you see, as your magic intertwines with theirs, they all begin to look at you simultaneously. Um. Hello, rat cube. We are the rat cube. Cube of rats. (laughs) Um. Wow, okay. uh, Do you have cheese? uh, (laughs) No, I, I, I don't believe we do have any cheese. Damnation! This is oh. damning. Well, I, I'm, I'm sorry. We didn't exactly um, expect your arrival. The rat cube demands cheese. Um, what are they saying? They want cheese. Oh, we crave yeah. cheese. Dolores, <laughs> do we have cheese? Uh, maybe... Uh, give me one second. He opens one of the crates that he brought along from the other ship. He pulls out a moldy, moldy, moldy piece oh. of cheese. It's like, it's oh. almost neon green with how much mold is on it. I don't think that's very appetizing. Well, maybe they'll like it. Here you go, rat cube. We are a cube of rats, and we gratefully accept this offering. Why, thank you, kind sir. Roll it over here. And Eldorus, like, looks at you, Nanette. I just give them the cheese. I, all right. Keep in mind, all we can hear is squeaking. Uh, Eldorus pushes the cheese over to the rat cube. You see as they like dismantle the cube formation and in the core of this of this rat cube you see as one rat who is piloting the cube begins to uh, walk outwards. Oh. So that's how that works. A fine piece of cheese this is. I... I think they like it? Your offering is acceptable. If 
We did not like this cheese. We would have killed you all. Uh, what did they say? Uh, um, they said it was a good offering. Oh, oh, cool. Okay. Just and that we would of... kill them all. And... <laughs> That's like a nervous smile on her face. What'd they say? Um. <laughs> you see, after a minute, they begin to puff into smoke and disappear. Uh... So oh, they, there they go. They said they would they would have killed us if they didn't like the cheese. That is not good. What? No, <laughs> it's not. They, they take their least... cheese seriously. I guess so. I know a certain someone who would think the same. I don't know why I thought that. Who? You who? Uh-huh. Anyway, well, at least they <laughs> like the cheese. Okay, um, yeah, that was strange. Not exactly a pick-me-up of any sort. I miss those chickens. I miss <laughs> the chickens. Well... I would have I raised them well. <laughs> Are you feeling okay? Huh? Are you okay? I miss I think... the chickens, Eltoris. <laughs> <laughs> Eldorus, like, awkwardly goes for a hug. I miss my wife, Tails. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Everything's I think, okay. I think he might have felt a deep kinship with those chickens. It's okay. Uh, maybe one day we can get some actual chickens that won't puff up into smoke. That would be awesome. Magic is a very fickle thing. Let's, um, not push our luck with the dice. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I want to see the reptile again. <laughs> and... As... <laughs> as you guys are sitting there, um, what do you guys do? I'd say you've pretty much gotten all the crates in from the old ship. And everyone is aboard. If you want to investigate your new ship a little bit more, you can also do that. Yeah, I think I want to look at where, like, the captain's quarters is. Ooh, okay. yeah. Um, both of you are going up to the captain captain's quarters? Uh, yeah. Uh, as you guys begin to take an ascent upstairs, you walk through the trap door and move over across this very nice-looking deck, and you see the steering wheel towards the captain's quarters. As you pass the steering wheel, you s- you peer into the captain's quarters, and you see it's very fancy in here. It's much less a primary sleeping quarters and more uh, a place of business. You see there is a desk solely in the front of this room. There is a red carpet that is un- uh, that is basically covering the entirety of the floor. You see there are bookshelves to the left and right that are filled with different texts and books. And you also see that there are two portholes to the back of the um, this room. You see a bull's skull with golden horns that is dangling above the captain's desk. And you also see 
an assortment of pistols and rusty weapons also in this um in this captain's quarters oh wow this is so fancy yeah making me really realize how shitty our boat was i mean it got us places quite a good boat for like a small group like us yeah. I suppose so. You know, when you just see lavish things like this, it makes you really realize where you've been living. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. I guess that's true. Oof, no wonder they called this thing legendary. Yeah. Oh. I wonder... What are people going to think if they see us with this ship? Uh, a very good point. I'm assuming not good things, you know, pirate legacy and all. Ew. Well, um... It's a good ship. It's home now. Yeah. Um, you guys do see that the chair was swiveled towards the back, and Kishi twirls in it. Oh. Welcome to my office. <laughs> well, um, I see you've been enjoying this office area. Yep, I'm the captain of this here ship now. Oh. No, you are not. What? Well, you see, you fucking splashed me with water. And I got here first, so I dibsed it. I'm the captain. Well, uh. Yeah, what he said, nah. -uh. <laughs> Listen here, buckaroo. You see Eldorus's noose start to tighten. I don't think you're gonna like the good sound of your spine cracking. You know, okay, I'll step down. I don't, I don't, I'm not like that. I won't fuck with you. It's all right, dog. We're homies. You were homies, right? He walks over. He fucking goes to dap up Eldorus. Slide ahead, Jeff. Eldorus doesn't dap him up. Okay. Anyone but you. Joel no. goes, so can I? N no. <laughs> Gao also goes, Gao Gao? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know how Gao can really give orders or anything if we can't really understand him very well. I mean, you can. I, I, I suppose. And then and you'll just I'd pass the like orders down the chain. I guess. But in a really urgent situation, that might not be very helpful. Ooh, yeah, you're right. Well, it's not like we, we've worried about having a captain so far. That's true. I, I think we're fine as we are. Yeah, we're all good. And as you all are standing in this captain's room, 
Is there anything else you guys want to do? Um, is there anything else to check out? Um, from what you saw, you saw that there was another floor downwards below this one. There, the staircase dipped down. I wonder what that's for. So if you guys want to check out the third floor, can't. Okay. I'm curious. Um, Eldorus just goes, so while you guys are, you know, checking everything out, do you think you're ready to go to sail? Oh, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'd say so. All right, let's get this thing moving. Um, and Eldorus stands behind the steering wheel he pulls out the compass and he begins to check it and steer the ship off Uh, you hear as the wind generated by the ship is much more like booming it's it feels like a storm is behind you pushing you along and you see as the arcana travels in the grains of the woods much more easy you see this arcana bubbles up on every plank, even as you guys are walking. Um, and as you guys reach the third floor, you would see that there are... There are, is more weaponry down here. You see that there are, like, cannonballs. There are cannons. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Wait until we show Will Doris these. This is. I, I don't even know what to say. I think it's awesome. Yeah, that's a, that's a good word to put it. You. Uh, hopefully, we won't have to use these too much. <laughs> You would also notice that in the deep, cold, dark room that you're in right now, there is a skeleton sitting in the center of the room with a rapier straight through its chest. Oh, Oh, that's not very welcoming. That looks cool, though, so I'm going to go walk over what? Adric! Hey, come on, Adric. I see cool things I wanted to see. You walk over? Yeah. What if it, like, uh, comes to life or something? That's kind of scary. Don't, uh, yeah. don't scare me out of this. <sighs> Fine. Adric, as you inspect this rapier and this skeleton, um... From what you can see already, as you walk up to it, you see that there, this rapier is giving off this crystalline energy. You see the entire blade is made out of obsidian and this amethyst hilt. 
that's so cool! Look at this thing, Nanette. Oh, it's... Wow, it's beautiful. That's awesome. Anything else you do with it, you just see that it's this very ornate rapier. You see that it has a flower handle made out of amethyst. Like, the handle is like a blooming flower made out of gemstones. He's like, I should take it out, or do you think that's like a bad omen? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure if anything bad would happen, but... I mean, I, I don't know. Um... Why is it talking to it up? And it... What? The voices are telling me to put it out. Not the voices, I mean like... You know that thing where you like see something really cool and then you get the innate urge to do something? What is this called? Impulse? Yeah, yeah, the, the, the impulse. Things. <laughs> that sounds a lot more reasonable than the voices. Sorry, I, like, I don't really know how to describe that. Um... You think I should pull it out? You... You can try? It's up I to you. I can try. I kind of want to see it. Okay, let me try to pull it out then. Adric, you put your hand on this rapier, and you begin to pull it out of the wood and the skeleton. You see it as the black blade is pulled out of the ribcage. The blade emanates with this aura. You hear... Oh, what the? And you see as the blade begins to burn and turn to ash. And as that ash huh? is circling the air, fragments of it are pulling towards the hand that you grabbed it with. You see as these fragments begin to circle around your hand, then. What? They all plunge into your arm. Ow, what the hell? Huh? Oh god, it's cursed. And Damn it. as all of this purplish arcana floods around you, and this mark is now left in your feathers, you see all of it begins to bubble into your arm. And on your feathers, these white chains begin to form. This chain-like pattern forms on your feathers. What the hell is that? Ew. that does right, it hurt? I, I, yes. Kind of, yes. It hurt for a moment, but not anymore. I mean, not, not anymore. Huh. What the hell was that? Can I touch it? Or like... Observe it? Um, as you touch your feathers 
against this chain-like marking around your hand. You don't feel anything, like, in particular. And as you try to investigate, how are you investigating this? I'm, like, grazing the chain marks, basically. Um, you're not trying to, like, use magic. You're just, like, observing it physically? I don't think I want to use the magic down here. I think I would rather use it above. Okay. As you are just grazing your hand against it, um, roll me an investigation check. Um, these chain markings are now just imprinted on your feathers. You see the chains are also segmented by these blackened hearts oh wait don't tell me this like reminds me of something I don't like it oh what what do you mean nothing anyways oh that's weird can we go can we go above deck I want to see something um okay you both walk up to the top of the deck. The sun is blazing down, and you see the ship is moving at a very, like, fast speed. Like, you can feel where you're, like, the air blowing against you as this huge oh. ship barrels through the water. Oh, this really is something else. And you hear Eldorus laughing like he's having the time of his life. <laughs> You having fun over there, Norse? <laughs> yes! This is amazing! Is it, like, much easier to control than the last one? Maybe not easier, but certainly faster. That's awesome. Also, I got... Like, I, I touched a funny thing, and now there are chain markings on my feathers. But I'm gonna try something out. You what now? <laughs> I'm gonna... I'm gonna aim at the sky and try to do an Eldritch Blast. Okay, roll it. Wait. Oh lord. Um. Well, you're just aiming it at the sky. Uh. Just. Yeah. Oh, Eldritch Blast is a cantrip. I'm silly. Uh. As you launch this Eldritch Blast into the sky, you see rather than the normal hue and color it's in. This energy is completely amethyst and black, and you see that it is pulsating. And oh, as yeah. you as you expel this arcana, you feel it begins to pulsate, but it's very weak. It's not like you can just feel like a slight a slight twitch within your muscles. That's a weird oh, thing. Oh, that looked cool. That did look kind of cool. I wonder what it looks did, like on an enemy. Did anything happen? I mean, the thing kind of pulsed, like, a little, little, eensy, weensy, tiny bit. But other than that, not really. Hmm. Weird. If either of you want to, like, investigate it deeper, you both could roll Arcana on it. 
That would be awesome. You wanna, you wanna like, <gasps> help me look at this magic on this? Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, so who's wait. rolling for it? Could I... Actually, we're probably gonna get rest soon. I think it should be fine. Could I use, um, detect magic on it? Um, detect magic or only tells you what, if it's magical or not? Or does it tell you what specifics? Um... It says what kind of magic too. Okay, yeah, you if can. Any. You can uh, definitely use that. Ooh, okay. Okay. What I does will... detect magic look like when you cast it? Oh, good question. Um, oh, I'm thinking it kind of looks like you see a like ray of this blue arcana come from Ninette's horn Ooh. and it kind of like scans his arm. Ooh, it's like oh. a sonar? Yeah. You release this blue arcana downwards onto this arm and you see as it scans twice and you can tell that this magic is necrotic in nature. Oh. So it's some pretty evil stuff. Innately. Ooh. So, the magic seems to be necrotic, which isn't a great sign. Necrotic? Are you yeah. mean like the dead people kind of thing? Yeah, which would make sense considering the sword was inside of a dead person. And also its little purple-black color. Yeah. Hmm. So is this like a good or a bad thing? I mean, I, I'm guessing it's a bad thing because it's like necrotic. But... Yeah, I mean, I'm not really sure how bad it is for you. I mean, I wonder if you used a spell on someone if it would affect them differently. If... Again, if you want to study this magic a little further, uh, Arcana Tech is still on the table. Hmm. Okay. And you would do it with advantage. Okay. Are you doing it? Or? Uh, I think uh, If so. Nanette does it, it would be with advantage. Oh. Okay, Nanette, you want to do it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh my god. My god. 30, we'll check if 30, you get a natural 20. Uh 21. 21. Okay, <laughs> whoa. Good rolls. Um Nanette, as you look into this magic, you begin to recall things that you might have heard about. But one thing that this is reminding you of as a very similar like magic to the compasses that people use to sail the seas. It has a similar... A magic? similar type of magic to people who sail the seas. Like, it's tracking something. 
It seems like the magic might be similar to a compass in a way. Like it's tracking something. Like a compass? Yeah. Can I like extend my arm out in like a direction and see if it moves? You aim your arm out to any direction. Mm-hmm. And like you do the sweeping motion, I assume. Mm-hmm. And there is not a single like thing you get from this right now. You don't have any sort of feeling. Hmm. I was curious. Weird. Hopefully it doesn't have any detrimental effects or anything. I mean, I don't know. But I sure as hell am not touching a sword on the corpse next time. Yeah. You <laughs> did what? Oh. Oh, right. Huh? Oh, 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 no. <laughs> oh, yeah, we should explain that to you, right? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, so, we went to the third level of the ship, and, well, we found some cannons, but aside from that, uh, there was also a skeleton with a sword plunged into it. It was a really cool sword! You should have seen it. It was saw... a really cool sword. Okay. The fact that it's cool or not, I get it, I understand, I would too. But also, aren't both of you supposed to be, like, smarter than me and not grab things out of corpses? The impulses were telling me otherwise. You know what, I can't complain, I would do the same thing. See? I think, anyway, yeah, uh, the I think I may be smarter with than anything else. <laughs> Yeah. You're much more mature than I am. Well, as long as you're not gonna die from this, it's okay, and we'll bear with it. Okay. It's kind of weird now. I don't really like it. How am I gonna get it off? We'll have to figure some way out later. The consequences of our actions. <laughs> My actions, actually. I, yeah. I think we're all, like, cursed now. <laughs> I think so. We're all facing the consequences of some action. Uh, at <laughs> least your actions were innocent. Yeah, I suppose. I really didn't think it would happen this way. Well, I guess we just carry on then. It seems like we'll make our way soon. From what I can tell, the needle on the compass seems to be narrowing in pretty hard in this direction. So we should be here soon. Oh yeah, and the ship moves really fast, so... Yeah. This thing treads water so easy. I'm so happy we got it. Thank God we crashed our ship. (laughs) I guess it was kind of a good thing in the end. 
Maybe if I crash this one, we'll get a cooler, a cooler no, one. No, we don't mm. do it. Let's not think about that. Okay, I'm not. No, I wasn't gonna. Are you sure? Okay. Maybe. No. <laughs> no, do it. Please. And... We did not. We did not go through all of that just to crash the ship too. You're right. But you're right. I, I won't. How are we gonna? Are we gonna fight people? Because then there's gonna be a lot of people trying to get like that think we're like really, really, really strong pirates. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think this is a very strong ship, and frankly, there are people in this world that are way buffer than us. Yeah. I'll be like one of them soon, maybe. I think I'm so. I'm sure we will. And as you guys are standing on the deck, is there anything else you guys would like to do? You see Jewel and uh, Gao are resuming their normal games of chase. <laughs> <laughs> At least Gao doesn't need his booties anymore. Gao is definitely running faster. <laughs> <laughs> um, should I do this now? Perhaps. Um, I'm sure we have some, uh, writing utensils and stuff oh absolutely if uh, yeah absolutely you would have seen some just on the desk in the captain's quarters as well oh okay i guess i'll go in there then okay you walk over to the captain's quarters and swing open the door you see kishi is spinning around in the chair because he's bored No, oh, hey. Uh, you're still sitting in that chair? It's very comfy. Yeah, it definitely looks like it. I'm thinking about, uh, going over and, um, stapling it into the, the, the deck over there so I can have a new sun chair. I'm sorry, stapling it? Yeah, like nailing it in. Is it, is it not... Fine enough in here? No, but you see, when you're my age, you need a bit of uh, that vitamin sun. I... I, I suppose. Yeah, I, I heard it boost uh, your uh, serotonin or something like that. <laughs> I need some of that shit. I'm so sad. Serotonin. Oh. <laughs> serotonin. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, it's no big deal. Get over it. Uh -huh. When you're a man, you just kind of have to take things and then take more things and then take more things and then take more things and then deal with it. Well, and I do that. Well, I mean, I you don't necessarily have to. I mean, there there are people you can talk to about things and... He stands up abruptly and he goes, Nope, that's enough of that. And he begins to walk out of the room. <laughs> okay. I'm not opening up to no one. 
Well, I'm not- I'm not forcing you to, I'm just saying! Yeah, I know, but it really sounded like you wanted some emotional shit from me, and that's not happening yet. Uh, yet? Yeah, perhaps. Definitely not now. Okay. Listen, I might be an asshole, but I'm not uh, against trying new things. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. He gives you a thumbs up and then proceeds below deck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, at least the, the chair is free now. <laughs> yeah, Nanette, you sit behind the... You sit behind the desk on this chair that's uncomfortably warm now. Um, and uh, you see that there is a quill and an inkwell and some papers on the desk already. Oh, nice. All right. And, and as... Oh. Yeah, as you sit there, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> I don't know how to go about this. Uh, I am going to write another letter. Another letter? Yes. Uh, do you want to read it out as Nanette scrawls it on the paper? Yes. All right. Okay. Stage fright. Okay. <laughs> Stage fright. Okay. Stage fright in your comfy home. Yeah. Um, okay. <clears throat> Dear mother and father, receiving this letter may come as a shock, or relief, or both. I truly hope that everything is alright back home and that everyone is safe. There are many things that I wish to say that may be hard to summarize in the form of a letter, but I'll try my best anyway. I want to start off by saying I'm sorry. For everything, really. Although what happened during the ceremony may have looked like a simple kidnapping, it became a last-second decision to leave the island. That being said, if there's anyone to harbor any negative feelings towards, it's me. I'm sure you're both upset and worried, and I don't fault you for feeling that way. The most I can do is assure you that I'm alright. I've gotten to know a group of people who truly care about me. Moreover, I feel that being on the sea has helped me grow quite a bit. I've realized more about who I am what I want to do, and furthermore, some of the responsibilities I have in the position I'm in. I've come to remember some core responsibilities of being chief, one of those being containing the beast that threatens the archipelago, the dreaded Sun Eater. Although these things have been pushed from my mind for as long as I can remember, I know now that I cannot run from them forever. I want to prevent the worst from happening, and, as such, I wish to help in any way I can. To you, I owe that, not only as a member of the Silk Satyrs, but as your daughter. Currently, 
as I'm writing this letter. I have some matters to take care of at sea, but please do get back to me when you can. Take care, Ninette. And as you finish scrawling out this letter onto this paper, uh, what do you do? Do you just fold it and put it for later? Yeah. You see, as you begin to crease this letter, uh, folding the corners over each other, you see as the letter puffs into smoke. Huh? You see as the letter, as you fold it, as soon as you finish creasing it, it puffs into smoke. Ninette just kind of, like, stands there blinking for a moment. And after it puffs into smoke, you see that there is nothing there. There is just more paper and more quills. What? I'm... I'm confused. Is there anything you want to do to check on that? Like... Uh... Okay, um... How do I... Exactly check that? Um... You can try experimenting, or roll arcana, or investigation, either one of those. I guess I'll roll, um, arcana? Alright. Um, as you try to examine the traces of magic that were just there you can't really figure anything fully out it, it this is just a little bit baffling you know but you would remember that there are papers that can transport themselves based on who they're written to oh Oh! Well, if that's the case, then that's nifty. You you would have also noticed that the paper is a slightly different color from, you know, your average pieces of paper. It's more on, like, a pink paper. It's like a oh. light salmon color. I see. Okay. I hope they don't hate me too much. And I'm going to step out of the captain's quarter. Alright. And, Adric, is there anything you wanted to do in the meantime? As of now? Not really, since we already checked the arm, kind of. All right. So that's about it for that. So you see, you were just pretty much standing on the deck, maybe leaning over a railing. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, Nanette, you would come out into the deck and see everyone is pretty much going about their days as usual. You see Kishi's tinkering on the deck with a hammer and nails. Oh, God. (laughs) Is he going to make another chair? (laughs) It's currently obscured by the mast, so you can't see anything from here. Mm. Um, what, What time of day is it right now? I'd say it's about afternoon time. Oh, okay. Yeah, you guys have a bit more daylight out if you want to do anything else. Maybe we can make food? Cook food? You want to cook? Yeah. Okay, uh, you... Did you guys bring the fish from the deck of the other ship over? I think I did. I mean, oh. I think so after we brought in everything. Yeah, I'll, I'll say I mean, they, they were right there, so yeah. <laughs> I would think they did. Yeah. Um, you... Who's cooking? Who wants to cook? We got a shark in here. <laughs> yeah, there's a shark sitting in the kitchen. Okay, so I'm not as skilled as Mako. I uh, think so. I'm I'm not really much of a cook, but I I could try. I mean that's a that's better than I, what I can do. I think. I have to steer the ship, so I definitely won't be doing any cooking. Okay, don't worry about it. I think we can handle it. Can I help? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, of course. She jumps in there. She goes, yippee! And then she begins to run downwards Aww. to the bottom deck towards the kitchen. All right, question is, what are we cooking first? <laughs> we have a lot. Um, I mean, there's a lot of fish things we could cook. And we I also mean, have limes and stuff. And lemons. Shark. Shark? Shark. Is that, shark? Is, that, is that what we're craving? Yeah, shark. They okay. taste like chicken. Right. Okay, shark it is then. They taste like chicken? <laughs> yes, shark tastes like chicken. It does? Oh, that's kind of cool. Wait. I don't mean to bring well, any I'm bad memories up. <laughs> okay, no. Uh, all right, all right, we can cook the other fish. Cook the other fish. Okay. Okay. Yeah, fish number one and fish number two and fish number three. <laughs> you guys have more fish than that. You guys have, I think, like 12 or so fish oh, just goodness. sitting. Most of them are like <laughs> We're going to have food for days. Most of them are small. It's okay. Yeah. And plus, yeah. we're going to use some to give the uh, Gao. Gao is right. like eyeing down the shark down, uh, down below deck. Not. Don't. Don't he's even like, think about it. He puts his paw, as you guys like walk down. You see him like poking his paw at it. <laughs> Not. Gal. Can I like 
grab a fish and like wave it around? You you grab a fish, you wave it around. Roll me an animal handling check to see if you can like <laughs> get him away from this. Oh um, no! You, you see as Gao just bites into the shark. Gao. Yeah. He just continues chewing, looking at you guys, getting ready for another bite. Oh, he's looking at- oh, that's spiteful. <laughs> yeah, pull him away. <laughs> you pull him away? Okay, um, <laughs> roll me an athletics check. Yeah, oh my god, by accident. he rolled so high. I know it what? looks appetizing, but you have to save some for the rest of us, too! Go, go. <laughs> As Adric, as Adric tries to pull him away, you see as he's like claws at the floor, and like he just goes go 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 go. go. He's like those videos of the orange cats like desperately holding on to like a piece of food. Yeah, you see like Adric as you are like pulling him, he he breaks out of your grasp, grabs the fish by the tail, like this huge shark, and begins to drag it. Into the other room. Go! 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 No! Go, I'm gonna be very disappointed in you if you eat this entire shark. Go! And he, like, he's pulling it with all of his might. You see his, like, teeth. Can I pull on this shark? How did <laughs> he gonna fit through the door? <laughs> no. <laughs> um... Okay, Adric, you can roll another <laughs> athletics check. Nanette, are you helping? I mean, I'm not very good, but I could try. <laughs> okay, Adric, you can roll with advantage. Oh my god. Oh, oh, oh. shit. Yeah, you it. you see as you begin to pull the shark, it's still fucking really heavy. And you, like, struggle and begin to fight against Gao. Who just like is being dragged along by you? <laughs> no, let it go. Bad. He shakes Bad. his head. He shakes Bad. his head more. Bad gal. <laughs> he lets go of it. Looks at you guys with the with like puppy dog eyes and begins to walk off. Oh, don't do that. He, he as he's as he's walking off, he turns around one more time, looks at you guys <laughs> with these big eyes that like sparkle under these like these lights, and he walks <laughs> off more. There's more fish over here, gal. He turns around one more time, his eyes begin <laughs> glittering. You have more options. You he, have a bunch of fish over there. You see, he 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 turns away very slowly to make sure that he he's like giving you guys max eye contact uh, and then he, he 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 falls onto the um onto the storage room floor and just lays there gal's a little emotional manipulator <laughs> <laughs> this is gal he's he's a psychological genius all right all right let me cook okay. all right as as you guys turn away from Gao, he he, he you hear a stomp and then he, he, you guys walk. He over does to the he kitchen. does like what those what the dogs do like a really loud sigh. Yeah, he goes. <laughs> 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 I 
rip off a chunk for him. You want to rip off a chunk of the shark for him? Yeah. I'm just yeah, gonna, you. I'm just gonna start cooking at this point. <laughs> okay. Um, Adric, you you bring a slice of this shark over to Gao. It's like it's like equivalent of a birthday cake, but it, that's not very much of. Like, there's so much shark left. Um, and you put it in front of Gao, and you see as he looks at you, and he nuzzles his hand against your leg. Uh, and you can feel that you're his Aww. new favorite. <laughs> his favorite changes. Bad. Every day, every day his favorite changes. Whoever <laughs> gives him what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Nanette, roll me, uh, well, what are you doing first? Um, so obviously the fish has, like, the gems on it and stuff right yes so i'm gonna uh try to get those off first all right roll me a, a sleight of hand check to see if you can scale these descale these fish sleight of hand okay i would say you're doing this while adric is um okay giving gal the shark <laughs> it's um, a roll that's just about average so it, it just takes a lot of like elbow grease you cut your finger on one of these gem-like scales. Oh. Um, it's like a paper cut. It just burns. Um, and you take like one damage. But you descale the fish, running this knife across it multiple times before it's completely barren. And you begin to slice it up into more manageable pieces. And what's what you doing now? Um, I'm at a standstill. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta walk me through the cooking process, unless uh, you would just want to leave it towards a, a roll. I've seen other people cook. I wanna. Cooking can I replay tutorial. like a tutorial in my head? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. Um. Roll me a roll me a history check to see if you can like remember the day when like you and Mako were cooking when you first got on the ship. Ooh. Oh Jesus, yeah. You remember it verbatim. You saw it as Mako prepared the pan, he got it sizzling before he dropped the fish in. You see as he just like you just did was messing up descaling the fish. Oh. Pan, you see, pan, yes. You see, as unlike before, he, or unlike the memory, you actually have lemons and limes where Mako Ooh. had to ask for them and got a solid no. We can add a little bit of flavor this time. And you begin to replicate what Mako was doing. You squeeze some lemons and limes in it. You even have spices that you can add to it. Um, and for what you're doing, I'm gonna have you roll me. What does cooking fall under? Um, I don't know what cooking fall. Ah, uh, survival, probably. Um, oh, yeah. Roll me a survival check. Okie dokie. 
you manage to mix these spices and these lemons and limes to a very average degree of cooking. It's not like a Michelin okay. star meal, but it's yeah. really, it's going to be good. You can smell it in the air. This fragrant aroma begins to pool out and fills the kitchen. Adric, you start feeling hungry. You know this is going to be good. Oh, that smells so good. And Nanette, as you get these plated, uh, you see as uh, Jewel begins to like poke her nose in through the trap door. And you were like <laughs> dog like sniffing. Are well, you cooking? About... Yeah, I am. She opens the trap door immediately and starts to tumble down the stairs. I'm it's ready. A... All right, it's about ready. Should I go get Kishi? Oh, uh, yeah. He, uh, you see as Jewel turns around, crawls up the stair. You know, like, how sometimes... Uh, I'm gonna sound like I have autism. I do. Um, <laughs> she, like, on all fours, runs up the stairs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, yeah, you know the one. Yeah. Um, and uh, she skids across the deck. Call You hear her go, Kishi! Food! And Kishi goes, huh, huh, Ow! You made me hit myself with a hammer. Sorry, but you're going to love it. And she begins to run away. <laughs> oh my god. Kishi uh, walks downstairs rubbing his thumb. God damn it. All you guys do is make me hurt myself. Ooh, oh. It smells good Nanette's, down here. Nanette's looking proud of herself. Um, and, uh, Eldorus walks in behind Kishin and goes, Damn, I'm envious. If I could eat, I would. And, uh, Nanette, you begin to plate the food. You, you make it, like, fancy, like one of those cooking videos. You put, like, a, a dash of <laughs> sauce around the, the meat. You put, like, a <laughs> sprig of spice. Just just a little extra with it. Yeah, you give a you give a little flair to your food. And I uh, you see as everyone I begins to or something. <laughs> I think you do a great job. I didn't expect it to turn out this good. Well, I I'm sure everyone's going to love it. Now come sit down. Alright. And as all of you begin to sit and eat, um, I'm gonna give you guys inspiration. Uh, unlike normal inspiration, you guys can keep this until you use it. Meaning you can roll advantage on one thing, regardless oh. of what it is. Okay. Ooh, okay. Uh, there's a little box right next to your HP if you want to mark it down. Um, Jewel begins to devour this food. Devour. Uh, <laughs> same with um, Kishi. God damn! I haven't had a meal like this in a long time. 
Yeah, it's good to have this is, more this to is so with good. this time around. Ooh, I'll make sure to pitch in when you guys are buying more stuff. If I can eat stuff like this every day, I would. And as you all eat your meals, Eldorus is just watching with a smile on his face. And as you guys uh, wrap up eating, savoring every bite of this delicious meal, um, Eldorus is one of the first people to go back upstairs. Alright, I'll just clean everything up first. I'll help. Alright, I appreciate that. Jewel, like, tippy toes while helping you clean the dishes and put them away. Um, and you have, like, a little stool or something? Yeah, <laughs> you guys should buy her a stool sometime. <laughs> um, and Adric, uh, what are you doing as they clean up? Um, good question. I don't. I don't know. You could also just call it a night if you really wanted to. Yeah. It is getting around that late hour of the day. Yeah. You walk into one of the corridors. You see as Kishi does the same, and you have a full time to process that this is going to be your personal space from now on. We don't have to be subjected to loud old man snoring anymore. <laughs> yeah. Loud old man snoring. And loud Adric snoring. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like awesome. And uh, is there anything you want to do inside of your room? Um. What does the room look like? You see that there is a comfy bed squarely sat in the middle of it. You see that there is a nice poncho laid out on it, as I said before. Um, you see that there is a ram's skull on the top of the room. And you also see that there is a like um, nightstand with a oil lamp stuck on it. Oh, this is kind of awesome. Alright, I can get really used to this room. And he, like, slumps on the bed. You collapse on the bed. It is the comfiest bed you've been in in a long oh, while. Yeah, God, this isn't this is a hammock so at all. Oh, my little bird bones can rest so good on this. <laughs> Your spine. And with that, you fall asleep super easy. Mimi's kind. And, uh, Nanette, you and Jewel finish up your, uh, your cleaning. And what are you doing? Um. Hmm. I don't think I really have much else to do, so. 
I think I might also call it a night. You walk into a room. It's adjacent from Adrix. And uh, you collapse onto the bed like he did. And promptly and peacefully, you fall asleep. You hear as the noises that have been plaguing you constantly begin to die down as your consciousness fades out. And you fall asleep. Whoa. I have peace. (laughs) Wow, the DM's letting me sleep. (laughs) Whoa, dude. No way. He never lets us sleep. (laughs) He never gets his rest. Uh, And uh, you hear as the door next to you closes as Jewel enters her own bed. Oh, I hope um, she's gonna be okay by herself. We'll see. Um, oh. Uh, and as you all call it a night, you fall asleep. The sound of crashing and waking waves is the most calming lullaby you can have right now and you all can take your long rest as the sun begins to poke into the portholes as this array of sunshine peers through it catches your eyes and as that deep darkness that enveloped you and put you to rest is now turning into a red as you're waking up. Um, who's waking up first? Though I know it's probably Nanette. It's probably, yeah, it's probably not Adric. Uh, uh, yeah, um, I, this is definitely, um, a nice view. Oh, it's it's gorgeous. It's like all you can see the crystalline waters of the Karak Seas warbling and crashing out of the porthole. You can see the endless horizons as islands pass you by. Wow. Alright, and that kind of stretches a little. And then she steps out of her room. As you open your door, uh, you see that Jewel's door is also ajar. It's open. And uh, what do you do, Nat? Huh. Guess she got an early start to her day. I am just gonna go above the deck. You walk above deck. You see as um, Jewel is running circles behind Gao. You see as Gao (laughs) has an entire fish flopping in his mouth. Um, Oh my god. You see as Kishi uh, has constructed another one of these very painful looking lawn chairs. Oh, is it it not any better than the last one? (laughs) Arguably worse. He didn't roll oh, well. No. That's unfortunate. 
Um, but he looks like he's sleeping comfy. Weird. <laughs> and you also would see that Eldorus is weirdly staring with his shirt off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that That's the whole view. Are you enjoying staring, Eldorus? I am loving it. This boat is one of a kind, and I love it. I bet you feel pretty cool. Absolutely. I'm in pain, but I'm loving it. You're, you're in pain? Oh, yeah, I spent all night working out. Why? Um, after that big orc fellow, the one with two heads... Smacked mm -hmm. the shit out of me. I decided uh -huh. that I needed to maybe sturdy up a little bit more than I was before. Oh, good thing Kishi's sleeping right now. He might have heard that. Don't. <laughs> right, but, um... Well, that's reasonable. I mean, I'm not sure about, you know, spending the entire night doing it, but... Uh, it's not like I... Need sleep anyway. I... Yeah, I, I guess so. But how was your rest? Did you enjoy the rooms? I know Jewel did. Oh, yeah. It's really nice to have my own room and not have to hear really loud snoring for once. Hmm. <laughs> I, I do hear... Kishi and Adric snoring from outside of the old ship. <laughs> yeah. And, um, I slept very soundly for once, so that's a good sign. Very good. I'm glad you... I'm glad you slept well. Yeah, and... me too. <laughs> Uh, and Adric, it, I'd say you wake up about this time as well. Somehow, despite sleeping like extremely, extremely comfortably, he looks like he's in the most uncomfortable cat-looking position ever. Oh, you're you're in like one of your legs is dangling off the bed, like the other is like yeah. bent fully. Your arm is behind your head. And... What year he's in? Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he looks like. <laughs> Before he, like, completely stretches and gets up. Oh my god, that was the best sleep in my life. I haven't had that in a while. Okay, let me... Okay. I'm good. Let me. What are they up to this time? You walk so. As you walk out of your room, you see that uh, both Nanette and Jules' doors are wide open. Um, the sunlight's pouring out of them, and you hear a bunch of noise above deck. Uh, good morning. Oh, good morning, Adric. 
How'd you sleep? Good morning. You look. I slept really, really super well. And you see yeah, his hair is like messy, like... completely, completely messed up. His feathers are disheveled, like all over his <laughs> arms. <laughs> yeah. That was like the best sleep I've ever had recently. Well, that's very good. I'm glad everyone slept extremely well. Yeah, the beds are very comfy. Very. And uh, as you guys are standing above deck, uh, what do you guys want to do? Hmm. Good question. We're back here again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wait, are we doing free time? Yeah, you guys are doing free time. Yeah. Can I work on my dexterity? You want to work on your dexterity? Mm, I don't know if it's charisma or dexterity, but yeah. Um, how so? Are you trying to, like, get a feat? Um, I'm not sure. The I'm only gonna... way to up your stats That's outside of leveling up is getting a feat. Uh, yeah, then yeah, Okay, any feats you have in mind that you want to try to get? Oh, Lord. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't memorize every single one of them. There's a lot. If you want to look through the list, um, you can very much do that and try to work for one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and meanwhile, Nanette, what are you doing? Hmm. Um. Um. Not thinking of much. I didn't have anything prepared. You could uh, take Mm. over the crow's nest. If you want to. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Um, It's a much longer climb (laughs) up to there. Yeah. Um, But the ropes make it easy enough, especially since you're a very dexterous person. I'm used to being high up in places. Yeah. Um, you climb up to the crow's nest and you see the boundless horizon looking quite pristine and beautiful. You see the entirety of the undersea and you see all of this just all of these animals sailing, swimming in their own directions. You can see in the very distant horizons, there are small specks that you could assume to be islands. You see ships are sailing across the water. This is Most... so cool. Uh, if you want to roll me a perception check, you can do it with advantage because you got your glasses. Um, okay. Uh, you can see what you 
If you oh. want to stare at any of the ships. Oh, okay. Uh, hold on, hold on. Maybe I can, uh... Okay, that's better. You can easily discern that most of the ships that are sailing in the ocean are not only much slower than yours, but um, most of them seem to be trade vessels or vessels of treasure oh. hunter pirates. Interesting. Um, there is not many uh, black-sailed ships sailing in the wind. Yeah. We probably stick out quite a bit. Oh yeah, all of these ships look like natural tones, and like they they have like the, your tannish ships. You're like mm -hmm. you're you have some like oddball colors, of course, like some blue ships. But yours is like a sore thumb with an all black color scheme with orange highlights. Um, don't be too afraid. <laughs> We're not that threatening. Adric, I also found uh, a feat if you would like to partake in this one. Oh, go ahead. It, it's called the athlete's feat. It allows you to improve Ooh. strength or dexterity. So in your case, dexterity. Mm. Um, by working out really hard. That sounds Whoa. good. All right. And working on, like, working out as intense as this feat is going to be is going to give you a point of exhaustion per day. Ooh, okay. If you keep it up. Oh, um, okay. So, as you fixate on your need to be a, a faster person, um... I'm going to have you uh, run around the deck, kind of like how Jewel and uh, yeah. and Gao are doing. But <laughs> you realize that you're going to need to push yourself much further than they are. Um, yeah. So, a full speed sprint, a couple laps around the deck. Okay. Um, there. As you begin to break into this sprint, getting out your energy, you feel as the sun is beating across your body. It's getting very hot. You begin to sweat as you are completing a lap. You feel as your lungs are not used to being put through this much work. And I want you to roll me a constitution saving throw. Oh, Lord. Okay. You pass, you feel like you can continue running, and you full speed sprint. Um, you see as Jewel begins to impede your path every now and then, forcing <laughs> you to jump over her before like injuring her. So I'm going to have you roll me an uh -oh. uh, acrobatics oh, no. check. Oh lord. You see Gawa and Jewel are accidentally getting in your way. Oh boy. It's an obstacle course. You obstacle barrel into Gao. You trip over him and oh. skid across the deck. Oh, 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 Gao. Gao. Gao, Gao. He shakes his head like, and water goes everywhere. Um, and he looks all right. 
Sorry, buddy. I was kind of taking some laps. Go, go. Oh, what are you running for? Oh, I'm trying to work on my speed right now. But it's kind of, it's a, it's a little difficult since I'm just doing it now. Oh, well, you're definitely going to need some more than just running. Hmm. Yeah. How about we help you out? Yeah, like what? Like with what? We can try getting in your way and you're going to have to avoid us. Uh, make sure to wear something in case I do mess up and run into one of you. Oh, it's okay. We're sturdy. Gal, like, puts a paw on his, like, chest and he goes, Gal, Gal. <laughs> All right. I'll believe in you for that. But I'm just right. saying it anyway. She uh, nods and she goes, well, you start running again and we'll start bothering you. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, and Adric, you break out into a full sprint. Your heart begins racing. And you see as both Jewel and Gao, mostly Jewel, is running faster than you. Like, effortlessly. Um... And she begins to stick out her arms and try to impede your path. Roll me in acrobatics to oh. try to avoid Jewel. Okay. Oh, not bad. You manage to jump over her arm. You leap across the deck and continue breaking out into a full, uh, full-blown sprint. Your heart, again, feels like it's racing out of your chest. And uh, you see as Gao jumps directly in front of you, like, aiming at your head. <laughs> He's aiming at my jugular. Uh, and roll me another acrobatics check. Was it? Oh, boy. Um, you... Feel as Gao's body slams against your face, and oh. you are tripped up for a second as he uh, rolls across the deck. Not again. It was the same number, too. Yeah. He shakes himself off and begins to run, but after taking a hit like that, roll me a constitution saving throw. Alert. Okay. You feel as the exhaustion really begins to kick in, and it begins to feel harder to move. You're running a little bit less speed. Um, do you want to end the exercise for today, or do you want to keep going? I, I don't want to mess up anymore, so I think I'm going to pause for right now. As you come to the end of your run, you begin to slow down doing a jog, and then eventually stopping as air feels like it's hard to get into your lungs. It feels like you can't get enough in your lungs. That's how oh. strenuous this workout uh, was. Okay. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I did good, I think. <sighs> yeah, you did great. Okay. I 
I, I think I got a good gist of it. All right, next time. We'll continue to help you out. Yeah. Thanks, and... Thanks, girl. Ah, no problem. And, Adric, you gave yourself a point of exhaustion? Oh, yeah, let me do it. Um, I kind of forgot how to do that. Where do I do it? Uh, you go to conditions, you click on that, and then you exhaustion is at the bottom of it. You just click okay. a one. Okay, now, now you have um, disadvantage on ability checks. Alright. You, your head definitely feels like hazy. It feels like there is a mist around your head. You can't think completely like normal. Oh, good. Yeah, that's that on some effect on me. Yeah, pushing, uh, pushing ourselves that hard. I really was good, but tiring. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is the cost of getting good at things, I guess. Yeah, well, we'll continue to improve with each other. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah. And Jewel goes to give you a high five. Roll side of hand. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> oh, you have to do it with disadvantage, Adric. Oh no! Oh my god! Oh no. Oh, I actually did pretty good. Oh, pretty good. You guys give a, like, a very soft high five since you guys are so exhausted. Yeah. You did it. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Alright. Not, not a bad high five, actually. Yeah. No slapping this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No slapping this time. And you would see as uh, Gao even just collapses on the deck from exhaustion. <laughs> you want He's another piece of that, of that shark, buddy? He, he suddenly, like, springs up. Gao, Gao! <laughs> Well, he's not exhausted anymore. All right, I'll go fetch you one. You uh, walk down below deck very slowly. Your legs, you feel like, it feels like you have pins and needles, and like there's a burning sensation in your oh, thighs. Oh, I know that exact feeling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Y you feel like you can uh, not move as efficiently as before. Um, <laughs> but you go down below, you cut off a piece of that shark, um, and you bring it upwards. I will say that uh, leaving it out like this is definitely going to have it spoil eventually. Yeah. We oh, we need to... Yeah. A cooler or a freezer something. Um, but you bring up that piece of shark, and... Gao begins to nibble on it like a, a ravenous creature who hasn't had a meal. <laughs> a ravenous creature. He has orange cat energies. Oh, he does. <laughs> <laughs> and anything else you both want to do today? Or do you guys want to uh, just call it a day? I think he's pretty exhausted to do anything else right now. I'm All chilling. Right. You're chilling? Yeah. You hang out. 
up here, you are met with the sound of just whistling wind, a nice breeze, and also the sound of (laughs) No! But other than that, Nanette, up here is extremely peaceful. Good. That's that's good. I've been needing a little peace lately. <laughs> and I will say as time flies by, you see as the sun goes from its uh, morning position over to sunset, everything gets filled with warmer hues and you all continue as is. Just hanging around, lounging around, Eldora steering the ship, until night falls, and if you say otherwise, let me know, but you all head downwards to sleep. Yeah, my legs are probably numb from sitting for so long. <laughs> you, uh, you shake your legs, They're, they fall asleep, um... It's like it's like the bad kind of fall asleep too, where like Ooh. if you move, it's like pins and needles, no. and like you shake it, but it only gets tighter. Oh no! You know I that one? That. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that one so much. Lynette, I imagine her like walking and shaking her legs like a cat when it gets wet, when they're trying to dry off. Yeah, you you continue walking. You shake your leg every couple of seconds <laughs> to try to wake it up, but it, the pins and needles just get worse. Um, oh god. Are you okay? You look like a newborn calf. <laughs> hey, I I've been sitting for a long time and my legs fell asleep. It, you know, I get it, but <laughs> get some rest, okay? I will. <laughs> um, and you... All retreat downwards into the trapdoor. Eldor's waving you all off. Um, and you all get into your specific rooms and fall into a deep slumber. Um, no checks, nothing. Just you fall asleep peacefully. Oh my god. And... <laughs> Two nights in a row? No way! Dude, this is crazy, dude. Are you guys seeing this right now? Do something about it. What happened to our DM? He's being n- 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 nice. <laughs> Stop! Don't mention it anymore. I don't want him. To, I don't want anything to be jinxed. Uh, but you guys, um, you guys fall asleep with extreme ease in your comfy beds, and. You just continue to rest as morning falls once more. And instead of the beams of the sun waking you up, you hear rapid wet footsteps and then a sudden slam. And then Eldorus goes, Wakey, wakey! What? What? He knocks on each of your doors. Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! What? What? What happened? What? 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 Huh? You guys look outside your porthole. It's like the type of morning where it almost looks like night still. It's that dusk 
uh, style oh, sky. It's so early. How early did you wake us up? Uh, you know, I don't really know what time it is, but uh, definitely morning, but really early morning. Oh, uh... Well, look out the portal. I look out? You see an island. Oh, A very island. close island. Oh, well. The compass is pointing right at it, so I'm assuming this is the one. I made sure to sail, like, a couple times around it to see, you know, if it's the one. And it's the one. Just to make sure. Just to make sure. Alright, well... Okay. Island time. Island time! Jewel opens the door of her room, and she is, like... She looks like she hasn't woken up yet, and she just, like, slumps over <laughs> on the other wall. And Kishi I'm goes, shut the me. fuck up! Oh <laughs> <laughs> I thought you wanted to pitch in for, for something on the food. God damn it. But this, do you know what time it is? No, actually, we don't. Early. He looks at his wrist. His wrist is bare, and he goes, "Too damn early." <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's such grandpa behavior. <laughs> it is. He always has <sighs> grandpa behavior. <laughs> oh fuck! Let me get ready. You see, he's wearing like a, a Scrooge outfit. Um, <laughs> oh my god. He, he puts on his, like, usual floral t-shirt with baggy khaki pants. And he's like, okay, time to explore. Yeah, let's, let's go. Yeah, are you guys ready? We're gonna, we're so close to Mako. I can feel it. Yeah, Eldoris, you have so much energy. Yeah, it's because I just finished a workout. Oh. Hmm. Are you in any more pain still? Oh, well, I can't bend too far right now. Oh. If I bend, it feels like my abdomen is going to be sliced in half. Oh my god. How long were you working out for? Um... Well, I watched the moon go down. It was like... It was about uh, 90 degrees in, above the horizon. And then it, I watched it go all the way down. And then I watched the sun come up from the other side to where it is right now. And then I decided it was time to wake you up. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I'm uh, astonished by your motivation. Yes, a good couple of hours. Yeah. Awesome. I'm never gonna let an incident like before happen again. Like before? <laughs> Don't. <laughs> huh? <laughs> he looks oh, at you. right. Don't. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I kind of forgot. You know the one. <laughs> what yeah. are you talking about? The one? Nothing. Don't worry about it. 
Nothing, Kishi. Nothing. <laughs> All right, don't get your fucking panties in a bunch. Well, island time, right, guys? Yeah, island time. Wakey, wakey. Uh-huh. Eldorus looks like a stiff as a board as he begins to walk upstairs. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and uh, Jewel just kind of braces against the walls, and instead of like walking, she kind of just twists her torso to roll across the the wall. <laughs> you know, like those hang. There's like uh toys that you can like slap against the wall and then they'll just like flop downwards. Yeah. Uh-huh. She's doing that but horizontally. <laughs> um and uh you guys all reach above deck and you see an extravagant island in front of you. Oh my god. Nanette has to, like, rub her eyes a little bit and then look again. Um, and without a perception check, you see... I'll start from the docks. You see that there are several, um, very ornate ships. Definitely ships of nobility. Like, these are rich and powerful people are docked along this long stretch of wood. You see that there are, are... decorative flags that peek above their crow nest. You see that there are dazzling trimmings along each ship. And these ships are so pristine, they look like they were just made. Oh my god. I remember seeing some like these. You've seen ships of nobility? Mm, Yeah. Oh. How, How so? I just, I don't know, I like seeing them. I like seeing them of Marco. Oh. Oh, yeah. We never told you about that dream you had. Or memory. Oh, yeah. You had a... the During the trial, your memory with Marco? Um. It seemed pretty important. So, uh... Nanette, you want to take this one? Uh... Alright, well, if I remember everything correctly, the memory was you and Mako were sitting in a room, and Mako was drawing something, and you asked him what he was drawing, and he was drawing these sort of machines, I guess you would recognize it if you saw it, because... Apparently, you both had seen it before. And so, uh, after a bit of talking, you decided to try drawing something too. Another one of these machines. And it was a very good drawing. And you and Mako made a promise to... Oh, what was it? To make a ship better than than anything Seldfire could produce. And you would both pilot them together. I did all that? 
Adric, none of this is coming to your memory. This seems like a lie to you, even. Mm-hmm. I guess I could believe the drawing report, but anything else, I, I don't really... It doesn't really, like, take something in my head. Oh. Well, I figured we'd just let you know. It seemed like a pretty impro- important promise for the both of you. Hmm. I guess so. And as you all are standing on the deck of the ship, um, what do you guys do? You guys are basically at the end of this long dock. Do you all just jump Um, off the ship? Yeah. Yeah. One by one, you guys uh, climb out onto the dock, landing on these wooden... um, these wooden platforms out on the ocean. You see they are tinted with this orange. Like, the entirety of this dock is colored orange. And you see that the logs that are holding them up above the ocean are these almost, like, these ashy black logs. Um, Kind of matches our ship. It does. It really does. Maybe they made it here. Perhaps. Maybe? I wouldn't think so. I... Well... I was gonna say we kind of blend in here more, but I think our ship still sticks out quite a bit. Yeah, compared to these guys. Oh, Lord. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, you see... We have a lot we could sell if we can find someone here. Oh, yeah. Did you get all that stuff out of the ship? Uh, yeah, I brought some of it with me. All right, cool. We'll just take that much and be on our way. And you see as Eldorus pulls out the bottle the ship came in. All right, I've been meaning to try this. I really wanted to give it a go. Oh, yeah, the thing. Wait. Oh, that's so cool. Try it. How is this going to work? You see as Eldorus holds this bottle, there is no longer any ocean water in it. And Kishu goes, what the fuck are you doing? You see as Eldorus points it at the ship, and you see as this orb of light begins to envelop the entirety of the ship, along with any ocean water that is at its side and beneath it. And it's in the shape of the bottle. You see the bottle being projected outwards into the air in this arcana. And you see as this ship begins to shrink and shrink and the ocean water begins to uh leave an empty gap in the ocean and as the ship shrinks into a size that would fit inside the bottle you see as all this ocean water and the ship begin to get sucked into it and as the cork is put on the bottle the ship and where it was 
begins to fill in like normal, looking like your ship was never there. So you now have the ship inside the bottle, or Eldorus has the ship inside the bottle. Wow. Wow. That's like the coolest thing I can do ever. Yeah, seriously. We can Hopefully. carry our ship anywhere. Hopefully it doesn't cause too many issues when we try to bring it back out again. Yeah, yeah I'm sure it won't. We don't need any more people getting splashed. That's for sure. Well, uh, how about we go figure out where this playwright guy is and maybe look around town? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. And as you guys walk across this dock, you see, as you are nearing the shoreline, you actually don't see much more than this, like, glimmering dunes before you. It looks like a desert that is, it's, first of all, massive. This is the biggest island that you guys have ever been on. Not you, Adric, because, you know, you're we're on the continent of Ixia. But this is a huge yeah. island. Oh, wow. This place is huge. Yeah. And as you guys touch your feet across the sand, you would see that these dark black pillars are lining like straightforwards, like adjacent with the dock. You see hmm. that ropes are tied on their peaks and are stringing along forwards almost like a pathway you see strands of fabric that flow as the winds strike them and as you look out at this dune continuing to walk forward there are these like boulders of topaz gems that are sticking out of the sand you see sunlight Whoa. is glinting and reflecting across their craggy surfaces you see this uh, pathway begins to show itself from underneath the sand, leading straight forwards to the horizon. And you would see that these large and powerful-looking birds are flapping their wings in the skies above these deserts. You see their overpowering wing wingspans make these sounds that feel unreal. You hear whoosh, whoosh, from the beating of their wings. Oh my gosh. And they are casting these monstrous shadows over these sands. What? And, but they do not bother you. After 30 minutes of walking through these sands, you are met with an equally as dazzling sight as before. You see a large bridge with enough space to accommodate your new ship between it is stretching across a deep crevice filled with the clear waters of the Karak Seas. You see... 
The floors and walls of this bridge are composed of a deep orange rock with lines of black running through it like rivers. You see a you see a series of lampposts that are on these bridges. You see that they're made out of these decadent metals and spiraling around these poles is what seems to be like gusts of winds in an archaic fashion. They're like these swirling swoops of wind that leads up into the head of this lamppost, which seems to be, on every single lamppost, a gigantic bird with a bulb in its mouth. Oh my god. That is good. And... Across from the bridge, you begin to see a a cityscape that is so expansive, so large, that buildings in the distance begin to fade into the fog. A majority of the buildings are formed out of sleek and individually uh, colored orange bricks. And you see that these buildings also have these black accents that line the corners and doors of each building. They have these black plated roofs that slope downwards and stretch like awnings over the sidewalks from what you can see. And atop most of the buildings, there are statues of eagles, like eagle-like creatures that have their wings fully expanded. So cool. It really is. And you guys just continue onwards? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as you guys continue walking forward, you see as you reach the town's borders. You see a sea of people. There is, like, crowds of organized chaos just walking around. There are people going to several shops around this place. You see there are these elegant-looking buildings that line this main road. And the only thing that impedes your view forwards is a large ivory-white pillar. And what you can see... Uh, the buildings and such that catch your eyes, uh, are, like, various shops. You see to your right, actually, instead of a plaza with buildings, there is this grassy field with a fountain in the middle. And you see cobblestones are placed in pathways, making this hexagonal pattern. And... As you guys uh, look around, you see there are two booths there, like trading outpost. Oh. And you would also see a couple more shops in the distance. Um, you see, like, uh, a magic item shop. You see uh, a couple of alchemists. You see um, inns and taverns Ooh. and restaurants. Ooh. 
Um, does anything uh, catch you the player's eyes? <laughs> There's a lot. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, did we see a pollen place or something? Um, wait, what What did you ask? Uh, a, like, pond place. A pond? Pond. Like, oh, pond, like a pawn shop. Um, yeah. your best bet at that would be this field, to your right. Okay. Like Alright, guys, first, I'm gonna stuff. look for somewhere to put these these people in this field look like they trade things or sell things and buy things. Okay. Um, you see uh, two colorful characters manning the managing two booths in this area. You can see oh. that uh, you see a tall and slender dragonborn on one uh, booth and then a very excitable small yellow tabaxi on the other. The yellow tabaxi is flailing their arms to try to get people's attentions. (laughs) Oh my god. Little tabaxi guy. And uh, where are you going? The little guy caught my attention. Oh, the little tabaxi? I'm weak to little guys. <laughs> um, as you walk up to the booth holding your hoard of uh, freshly acquired treasures, you see um, as this tabaxi goes, Oh, hello! Hello. It's uh, perfect to see you here. Are you here to sell some stuff? Yeah. Uh, great, I'm always ready to buy. But first. Uh, do you mind looking at what I have to offer? Oh, sure, of course. She, uh, wiggles her fingers, and as you get a closer look at this yellow tabaxi, you see that she has these big amber eyes that have green hues towards the middle. She is wearing a tight green tunic that is tied at the sides. You see she is wearing big brown, uh, like adventuring boots that go up really high on her legs and oh. she has a puffy tail that is frantically waving side to side as you agree to look at her treasures. Oh, she's so cute. I'm gonna blow up. <laughs> so I'm not gonna lie, I do not have a lot of money, but if you buy stuff, I can take your stuff. I guess that would be a little bit counterintuitive. Um, yeah, but, uh, Give it a look. And she points over at her pile of goodies. Um, mm-hmm. You see that she has a bathtub. You see that she okay. has a, um, a like, weaponry stand. You see she has uh, tools for crafting metal things. Um, you mm-hmm. see she has a pile of rope. Um... And a, you see a music box, you see a bear trap, and a tool for making pottery. 
Okay, well, first of all, <laughs> we definitely need some of that rope. Oh, that'll be uh, one gold. Oh, okay. Um, you hand her one gold, and she hands you uh, 50 feet of rope. All right, splendid. Um, I would like to also look at the those materials that could help with metal. Ah, okay. And she uh, pulls you over to the side. She hands you uh, some of these metalworking tools. They look for more smithing. Um, like, they, they're definitely bulky. They're not for anything intricate. But mm-hmm. if you want to work with metals, these are your tools. <laughs> I feel like I'm just getting these from Mako specifically. Okay. Um, and, uh, she goes, okay, those will be, uh, those will be ten gold. Alright, sure. And, um, hmm. <laughs> Are you interested in this bathtub? I mean, I, I'm, I'm not sure right now. Yet. Can I show you something the bathtub can do? Uh, why not? She slaps the side of the bathtub and you see as it shrinks. What? Why can it do that? It's an adventurer's bathtub. For when you're on the go and you need to take a bath. (laughs) That's quite an interesting item. I think so. Uh, I it caught my eye, and so I, I stole. I mean, I bought it. Don't worry about it. I get that. Um, maybe I, I I'm not sure. Honestly, it's only fifteen gold, and she like wiggles her fingers. Ah, so weak. To this smuggles better than me at this. Oh, uh, why not? Uh, she hands you the small bathtub and takes 15 gold from you. Sometimes providing for the economy is alright. Alright, and, uh, what do you want to give me? Uh, I think you could do fine with a share of some of these. Um, you put them on the table, and she looks at them, and she's like, Hmm. I'll give you ten gold. Maybe for a few, but not the entire thing. What? How much do you think you're gonna get out of this? Well, me personally, I'm quite good at telling what the worth of something is, and this entire thing is, like, quite, quite rare, so... It is a huge pile, and it is worth, like, about in the hundreds, maybe. I could offer you a few of them. Okay, okay, let's see, um... Okay... Uh, you want a hundred for this? You don't have to buy it all, I... I can just, uh, keep the rest of it. Um, I'll take this neat-looking cup and I'll give you 20 gold for it. Sure, that's fine with me. 
she hands you 20 gold. Okay. You should go over to that dragon guy. He came off some rich boats. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty useful. All right. Well, thank you for the business, though. She nods. Any any time. Enjoy your bathtub. <laughs> thank you. Have a nice day yourself. She uh, salutes and then continues to just like... You see she rummages under her, her desk and... You hear like the sound of loud metal, like like easily a hundred coins. Um, Bro, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say you spent more than you got back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guilty as charged. <laughs> Marco's better at him than at like buttering things. He would have started an entire argument. Oh god! <laughs> oh no! Uh, oh, damn it. I wanted to introduce her by her name. I'm just going to give you guys her name because I love it. Her name's Lemon Twig. Lemon That's Twig! That's adorable! It's so cute! Um, and... I'm weak to these characters. You, you put me <laughs> next to an adorable little character. She's I'm going to grow up. And She's a little scam artist. <laughs> she is. She is. I would, she is. I would know every single thief crime she's possible of doing it. I'd still be on her side. Honestly, I support her. <laughs> <laughs> and A woman's gonna do what she's gonna do. As you walk over to this dragonborn, Adric, uh, you see behind this booth is a tall and slender dragonborn. He has wispy hair that sprouts out above his mouth and wiggles in the wind. You see wave-like hair uh, coats the bottom of his chin and the top of his head. Above this wavy blue hair is two, like, tannish horns that float above oh, them. This guy looks awesome. And you see, as he looks at you in the eyes and he goes, oh, Hello. Good to uh, meet you. Sorry, I've been working on that. Oh, no, no, no worries. I know it's quite a bit. Of, you know, getting used to this stuff. Yes, the good sir put me in charge of selling things he didn't want anymore. And uh, oh, I see. I've been just sitting here. I'm not really a salesman. Oh, yeah. I get that. I don't think I would know how to sell these myself. My own brother is better at that. Duh, I understand. Are you looking to sell those? Yes, indeed. Well, my... How should I say this? My charge would be very interested in objects like those. Um, oh, really? Yes. How about I take those off your hands? That's good with me. What are you offering? Mm. I know I shouldn't be one to judge value. Uh, and he's gonna roll for this. Yeah. Uh, that looks about 200 golds worth of materials. Yes, these are quite antique and rare. That'll do then. He pulls out a large baggie of gold and hands you it over 
uh, as you drop the uh, trinkets you got, the silks that you got from the boat, and um, you put them down. Thank you. Uh, what do you have yourself? Ah, uh, uh, yes. Well, as you can see here, we have weaponry and tools mainly. My charge likes collecting fancy-looking weapons, but uh, realizing that he'll never use them, he's just asked me to sell them. I see. Well, they could be good for my group. Well, that's very good. And as you look at this pile of assortment, uh, assorted goods, you see a, a great sword. You see ball bearings, like this huge bag of metal, uh, like balls. Uh, you see that a glaive, you see light leather armor, you see a lock, you see handcuffs, you see great axes, you see a shield, you see a sickle, and you see a rapier, along with a more sturdy looking piece of leather armor. Oh, okay. Does uh, anything catch your eye? Some of these could be helpful, especially the armor. Hmm, uh, yes. I think that light armor over there could do fine. Uh, the light leather armor? That'll mm-hmm. be ten gold. Alright, here you go. You hand him uh, ten of the gold back from the pouch he just handed you, and uh, you pick up some light leather armor. This is good. This is good. Uh, how about the the axe, perhaps? Ah, uh, the great axe. That'll be thirty gold. All right. Nice. And anything else catch your eye? Hmm. Maybe if we come into trouble, those handcuffs would be nice. Ah, uh, the handcuffs. They are master yeah. quality handcuffs. Hard to break out of. That sounds good. That'll be 50 gold. Alright. You hand him 50 gold, and he looks at you and he goes, anything else? Hmm. Maybe I'll come back later with my group to see if they would like anything else. Alright. Well, if you come back at a later date, I will see if I can get any restocks from the ship. Alright, sounds good. Thank you. Uh, what was your name? Ah. My name is Galid. Well, it was nice meeting you and having business with you. Uh, my name is Adric. It is good to meet you, Sir Adric. Thank you. I will take my leave now. And as you turn away with uh, a bunch of new goodies, um, Nanette, what have you been doing along with Jewel uh, this whole time? Um. <laughs> if anything, you could just be looking at the sites. Yeah. I'll give you the names of certain Looking around a little bit. Looking at all the buildings we could go to. 
All right, I'll give you I a list. I, I'm not the one with the money, so <laughs> can't really do that much. Adric kind of balling. Um, you would see a couple of signs on some buildings that really catch your eyes. You see a um, a magic shop called Lofty Lights. You see an alchemist called Exuberant Elixirs. And you see an, a combination of an inn and tavern called the Resting Roost. Hmm. It might be useful to go to that alchemist place. Uh, maybe they have any potions. That'd be good. Well, of course they'd have yeah. potions, but maybe like potions that could save someone's life. <laughs> yeah. Especially if, um... If I ever go down, that would be very bad. Uh, very. I don't even want to imagine. <laughs> Kishi looks around and is like, I kind of figured they might have a casino here, but no, they don't. Uh, well, I don't think many places just have a casino in them. But this place is like, you know, the fancy shit. They should have a casino or two. Or three. I guess so. I mean, I guess if you really want to take chances with money, the best place to go would be trading. <sighs> I'm not too good at that trading shit. You have to use your brain for that, and I'm not too good at it. I just like kind of hitting the, you know, pulling on the big thing, and then was watching the the slots go around, and then, uh, then be like, yay or ah, oh, shit. Uh huh. You, you're an interesting old man. And uh, I'd say about that time, Adric, you'd rejoin. Uh, holding a whole baggie of just goodies. Hey oh, um, wow, you really went all out. Yeah, I sold a lot of, of this stuff, and also I got a lot of stuff. <laughs> Alright, uh, well, if any of you needs this uh, light leather armor I got, please feel free to use it. Oh, I'm definitely good on that. Maybe, uh, maybe I could give it to uh, Jewel. I- I could use some armor. Yeah, that'd be good for you. Okay. Um, and you hand Jewel the armor. You see it's a bit big for her, but <laughs> as she puts it on, the armor shrinks down to fit her size. Oh, oh that's good. That young- that young gentleman had a lot of really good stuff. I said I would come back later with the rest of you. Well, if he has more stuff like this, I definitely want to take a look. Yeah, he had his shields and uh, weapons. Pretty good. Ooh, a shield. Yeah. Well, it's not like I go up close anyway. Man, but I had to talk really fancy, you know, like I have to do with Marco before. I don't like doing that. It's weird. Uh, I'm not a fancy talker anyway. 
Maybe Nanette could be good at that. I had to learn how to do that a lot, so... I just talk how I, I normally like talk. Uh, how you normally talk is probably outweighing me, that's for sure. Oh. <laughs> Perhaps. Well, uh, yeah. where do you guys want to go? Uh, is there anywhere you guys said online? Oh, well, um, there was the elixir shop. I think that could have some useful things in it. Oh, we oh, could right. go to the well, alchemist. Maybe we could find some health potions. That's exactly our thought. Yeah, after last time. Would be very helpful. Um, and do you guys walk into, or near the building... That has the signs exuberant elixirs on it. Mm-hmm. As you guys look at it and are getting ready to enter, that's where we will end today's session. Yippee! Yay! Hey guys, it's the DM of Cerulean Roll here. I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode to the end and even listening to me ramble right now. Thank you all for listening. And please rate it a five stars and send help. I'm at the bottom of a well.